You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 157, Why Your Self-Care Doesn't Work. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. What comes to your mind when you think of self-care? I'm curious. I want to know what comes to your mind. Like what things are you like, okay, I should be doing that. That would count as self-care. I know when I graduated from nursing school, we got lots of reminders, like make sure you take care of yourself as a nurse so you don't get burnt out. So what I thought at that time, the things that would come to my mind, I think are kind of the traditional ideas of what self-care are. So I thought, you know, okay, I need to try to go to the gym. I'll get a gym membership, try to do some yoga, go on hikes with friends, I'll socialize in other ways, try to get sleep. And I thought about self-care, you know, more than just the physical aspect of it, but recognizing that there are so many different categories to it too, right? Like I'd be like, okay, so there's physical, there's mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and I need to take care of all of that. So the thing was though, was I would do those things and I felt like they were pretty helpful or I enjoyed doing them, right? Like if I did yoga or exercised, I would feel better. Or if I spent time with friends, then that would help me feel better. But the thing that was frustrating to me was it never really got to the core of what the problems were. Even if I did yoga or exercised or spent time with friends, I would go to work and I would still feel stressed out because there were still a million call bells going off. Or my patients were upset about pain meds. Or I was frantically trying to get my med pass done and all my assessments. So I felt like my self-care that I was doing helped me cope with those things. Like it put me in a a better situation to be able to cope. Because when we're well-rested and taking care of our bodies and eating well and all of that stuff, then we're more able to cope with the stress that we face. But the thing that was frustrating to me was I was like, but it's not getting to the root of it. It's not solving the actual problems. So if that's how you feel, I want to help you today access self-care that truly works and gets to the core of your struggles. Now, I've got another question for you before we get into the episode. I know I started with a question. What do you think of when you think of self-care? But my other question for you is I'm curious, have you ever been listening to the podcast and you've thought, I wish my coworkers could hear this. I wish they could just hear this episode. Or have you ever thought, I wish I could join Bold Nurse Society and have my facility offer that. Or have you ever thought, I wish my coworkers could be part of Bold Nurse Society, that all of us could, that we could learn these tools. So if you've ever thought those things, then I've got some really exciting news. I am 
expanding my coaching services, not just Bold Nurse Society, but Bold Nurse Boot Camp as well, my two main coaching programs, I've combined them into what I call the Bold Nurse Bundle. And I am offering them not just to individual nurses as I've done in the past, but to facilities. Now, don't worry, I'm going to continue offering them to individual nurses. But the reason I want to expand them and offer them at the facility level is because I feel like that's how I'm going to be able to serve more nurses, like on a bigger scale. And I feel like nurses really need that right now. I know that pre-pandemic, nursing wasn't easy. Nurses still struggled to manage their stress and with their mental and emotional health and have always been notorious for not practicing self-care. But since the pandemic, I feel like things have compounded and nurses are needing this support more than ever. And so my goal for this year and beyond is to change the trajectory of nurse mental health. Right now, the trajectory is not looking great. (laughs) It is going in a direction that I know many nurses feel uncomfortable with and is a struggle. And so I want to help nurses get not just back on track to how they were before the pandemic, but to actually be better than that, to feel healthier than that, to feel more fulfilled and proud and confident, to feel more energized than they even were pre-pandemic. So that's how I want you to feel. And I want to help the nurses at your facility feel that way too. And so the way we're going to do that is by not just offering that surface level self-care or self-care that doesn't actually solve the problem or just puts a band-aid on things or even self-care that just helps you cope in the moment. I want to bring you real tools for self-care that get to the core of what you're struggling with and solve for it so that you can prevent stress and create less stress in your life. So that's my goal and why I want to bring the Boldness Bundle to your facility. So if that idea excites you, if you're like, oh my gosh, Abby, yes, pick us, bring it here. (laughs) I have put together a document all about what's offered in the Bold Nurse Bundle so that you can bring it to your manager or to your CNO or your nurse educator, whoever you want to talk to, to get the conversation rolling and the ball rolling to get these programs in your facility. I've made it super easy for you to do this. So I've made this document that breaks it all down and tells you what is offered in the Bold Nurse Bundle and what makes it special and what makes it unique from other programs that your facility may have tried that didn't work out so well. So I've put that all together and it gets even better, you guys. I like making things as easy for you as possible. So I've also written an email example kind of introducing all of this. Because I know like to send over this document to your CNO or to your manager might feel kind of weird where you're like, I don't even know how to explain what this is. So I've written an email example for you so you can literally just copy and paste it if you want to. You can also edit it as you see fit. So you can send it to them along with this document and they can get introduced to the Boldner Spundle and see if it would be a good fit for your facility. So if you want to grab all this, 
and bring these programs to your facility, I've got it all for you over on my website. So you just need to go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bundle. Okay, so if you go there, you can grab that document that breaks it all down and the email example so you can get those conversations going with your CNO, with your manager, and see if we can make it happen for you. I would love to come and support your nurses. So make sure you type in the www's when you go to the website, but it's www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bundle. All right, you guys. So let's make some changes. Let's see some awesome things happen for nurse mental and emotional health. All right. So we're going to talk about why your self-care isn't working right now. And that's because it's not getting to the core. So that's what I used to think is I was like, okay, I have to action my way to the emotions that I want, right? Like I have to take all these actions so I can feel more peaceful and calm and less stressed out. So I thought if I exercised, if I did all the things, but like I said, it didn't solve the underlying problem. So that really frustrated me because I was like, okay, so I can feel a little bit better by doing those things, but ultimately I can't feel better because it kind of left me in this stalemate where it was like, okay, if I want to feel better and all these things happening at my job are causing my stress that I can't control, then I'm stuck. I can't control how many patients hit the call bell at one time. And I can't control how my patients feel about their pain medication and the orders that are put in for them. And I still have to do all these assessments and pass these medications and I can't control how sick my patients are. So I was like, okay, so I need to try to get myself healthy enough to cope with all this stress, but there's still going to be all this stress, right? So that's why coaching was such a huge breakthrough for me because I realized as I started to learn coaching tools was that self-care starts on the inside. And this changed everything as far as what I thought I knew about self-care because one, it meant that the actions weren't what created my feelings and emotions that no matter how much I exercise or eat well or sleep or hang out with friends, that's not where self-care begins and that's not going to make me feel how I want to. Like I said, it helps, but it's not going to create my emotions because self-care starts on the inside. So first I learned that we actually have it backwards. When we think our actions create our feelings, we've got it all wrong. It's actually our feelings that drive our actions. And this makes sense, right? Like if we're feeling energized, we're way more likely to go exercise. If we're feeling connected with people, we're way more likely to spend time with them and to ask them questions and have conversations with them. If we're feeling confident, we're way more likely to smile and open up about ourselves and joke around. So it's our feelings, our emotions that create our actions, not our actions that create our feelings. 
Okay, so that was the first thing I had wrong. So if that's what you've thought of as far as self-care, I just want you to realize you might be thinking of it backwards. We want to feel energized so we exercise or we want to feel love for ourselves so we exercise. We're not going to exercise so that we love ourselves. You've got to love yourself first. The feelings come first. Okay? And then the other huge breakthrough I had when I learned that self-care starts on the inside, I learned that what's happening inside of me is what creates my emotions. So before I had been giving the credit to things outside of me, I thought it was the call bells and my patients and the people around me that were making me feel how I did. And that was so frustrating because I couldn't control all of them. So I couldn't access the emotions I wanted to. But I learned that I'm the creator of my emotions. Self-care starts on the inside. So that makes sense, right? Where our body is what's creating our emotions. Emotions are created by your hormones cycling through your body and they're creating different sensations for you. That's what we call an emotion. So all of that's happening internally. So it makes sense that your emotions are created by internal things. So it's actually creating our feelings and emotions are our thoughts. So this was mind-blowing to me because I learned that it's not the call bell going off that makes me feel stressed out. It's my thought about the call bell. And this was everything. Because think about it, like when you were in nursing school and the call bell went off, did you feel stressed out or overwhelmed? I didn't because I was thinking that's not my responsibility, right? Like the other nurses, the nurses that actually work here are going to answer the call bell and go take care of it. I'm just here to learn some things and to chart and whatever. I wasn't answering the call bells when I was in nursing school. So it didn't stress me out because I wasn't having the same thoughts that once I became a new nurse, I was thinking, oh my gosh, they're calling again. There's so much to do. I can't keep up. Those thoughts were making me feel stressed out. Total game changer. Because our thoughts are optional. We get to decide what we think and therefore what we feel in any situation. So this is where self-care begins because our goal with self-care is to feel better, right? To feel more pleasurable emotions, to be able to manage the uncomfortable emotions that we experience. And so what this means is we don't have to wait for the things outside of us to change. We actually have the power to create the emotions and the experience we want for ourselves by what we choose to think about it. Now, I know many people hear this, they hear, okay, your thoughts create your feelings. And what they think I'm saying is then just think positive all the time. Think pretty thoughts that make you feel nice and your life will be great. And that is not what I'm saying, my friends. That's very surface level to what I'm saying to you. Like that's like bird's eye view and the reality of coaching goes so much deeper and is so much more profound than that. Because in coaching, what we're actually doing is rewiring your brain, which is kind of awesome, right? Like we are re, 
rewiring your brain to make it so situations that once felt stressful to you no longer feel stressful. Okay, so taking this example of the call bell going off, you might have been training your brain for a long time that every time the call bell goes off, you think this is so overwhelming, there's so much to do. And so you automatically feel stressed out when you hear the call bell. You don't notice that that's the thought creating it. It just happens so naturally for you. It's kind of like Pavlov's dogs, right? Do you guys remember learning about that if you took a human development class or anything? That was the experiment where they would ring a bell and then feed the dogs. And so every time the bell would ring, the dogs would get food. And so eventually they could ring the bell and not give the dogs food. But the dogs would start salivating because they would expect that food. They had developed a pathway in their brain that was like, when the bell rings, that equals food. And what many of us have been doing as nurses, if we've been creating a path in our brain that says, when the call bell rings, that means danger. That means stress. That means overwhelm. And so what we do in coaching is we break down that neural pathway and we form a new pathway. So now the call bell still goes off. It goes off the same amount of times as it did before, but you've developed a new meaning for that call bell, a new way to think about that call bell. And you can literally retrain your brain to not feel stressed out, which is kind of awesome. I love it. I get super nerdy about all of this because I think it's so cool that we literally can create a totally different experience for ourselves by just changing what's going on internally instead of needing to control what's happening around us. Because the truth is we can't control what's happening around us. We're powerless when we think we have to control that to feel better. But we can change what's going on internally and become a new person a person who doesn't get stressed out in that situation. So cool. And this is something that takes a lot more skill than just saying, think happy thoughts, right? Like we can say, oh, just when the call bell goes off, think everything's going to be perfect. But you've been training your brain for so long to think it means danger and that something's gone wrong and that things are so scary and that you're not going to get everything done. If you try to just switch it to that new thought without actually going through coaching and breaking down that old neural pathway, then your brain's going to reject it. It's going to be like, no, the call bell means danger. It does not mean everything's going to be fine. This was something I was coaching somebody about not too long ago where they were saying that in social situations, you know, they would try to make a joke And if the people laughed at the joke, they'd feel really good about themselves. But if people didn't laugh at the joke, then they'd feel insecure. Like, oh, I guess I'm not as funny as I thought I was. So they had developed this association. It wasn't the call bell, right? But it was laughter equals I'm funny. I get to feel good about myself now. When people don't laugh, I don't get to feel good about myself. So I told them, you know, you can believe that you're funny no matter what, like whether people laugh or not, you can just believe that you are funny. And they were like, oh, so I'm supposed to just lie to myself, 
right? Because it's like when the call bell goes off and we tell ourselves, oh, that means everything's going to be fine. Our brain doesn't believe it yet. So what we did in that coaching session was break down their current belief about how when people laugh, it means they're funny. Because the truth is, when people laugh, it tells you nothing about you. It tells you something about them, about their preferences, right? Like, just like if someone likes apple pie, it doesn't tell you anything about apple pie. It tells you about that person and their preferences. If someone doesn't like apple pie, then that tells you about them. The apple pie hasn't changed. Just like you haven't changed and your sense of humor and how funny you are hasn't changed from one social situation to the next, it's just some people like it and other people don't. So if we want to rewire that neural pathway, we have to break it down and understand that story that we have going on behind it and realize, oh, how other people respond to me, what other people think of me, that tells me nothing about me. It just tells me something about them. Okay? So that's how we get to start rewriting that story. So then they could decide, oh, if someone doesn't laugh at my joke, I don't say, oh, I'm not funny. I just go, oh, that's not a joke they're into. You see how that changes it just a little bit? Maybe that's something your brain can believe. That's just not a joke they're into. But I'm still funny. I still think I'm funny. Right? So that's what we have to do if we want to really become someone who doesn't feel so stressed out and so overwhelmed in these situations we're in as nurses that we can't prevent. There will always be call bells going off. There will always be meds that need to be passed. There will always be emergency situations and people who are really struggling with their health and with their emotions. And there's always going to be that stuff going on. But we can become people who don't find those situations nearly as stressful as we did before. We might still feel some stress, but we can dial it down so much more to this manageable amount where you can go to your shifts and stay focused and calm and confident and feel proud of yourself as you go through those situations that once were totally overwhelming to you. And the cool thing about this is you'll think that your job has gotten easier. You really will. This is what I hear from people all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, I used to think that my marriage was so difficult and so stressful. Or I used to think that my job was so hard or that my kids were so hard. But then as they have changed themselves on the inside, everything around them seems so much easier. So it's not that anything outside them changed at all. It's that they changed and their ability to manage the stress of that situation or, or experience that situation differently has changed. So when I talk about coaching, I often say it's not self-care. I know today we're talking about what is effective self-care, how to make your self-care work. But what I teach isn't self-care. I teach self-transformations. And you can become the kind of person who takes care of yourself, who creates their experience. Instead of waiting for their life to change so that they can feel better, you can feel better now. You can know how to change your life from 
the inside out. And I am all about helping nurses do that. So I am so excited to help you guys practice true effective self-care, not self-care that just checks the boxes of what we think we're supposed to do, not self-care that just puts a band-aid on things and makes you feel better for a moment and then you're left searching for new solutions, but self-care or self-transformations that really get at the core so you can feel better by actually solving the problem. So you're not just on this hamster wheel of the same issues coming up over and over again and constantly feeling stressed out, you can actually solve for it and move on and feel better. And it's never going to be done. It's never going to be perfect. But you'll be able to see that forward momentum and those things that once seemed overwhelming and discouraging and hard. But someday you'll be able to look back at those and be like, it's actually not a problem anymore. You'll be able to see how far you've come. So that's what I want for you. That's what I want for you individually and what I want to offer your nurses in your facilities. So if you're ready to see some big changes, to take control of your mental and emotional health and to support yourself and to support your nurses, then let's bring the Bold Nurse Bundle, which includes Bold Nurse Bootcamp and Bold Nurse Society, to your nurses, to your coworkers. Let's get it in there to your staff because they need it. Nurses are struggling right now and they don't need to be. They just need the tools to be able to take control of their experience. So if you would like to give your nurse manager or CNO or educators, if you'd like to give them just a little nudge to let them know that these programs exist and that you want them at your facility, then go grab that document that lays it all out for you about the Bold Nurse Bundle, tells them what it is, all the details, and the email template I've written for you to introduce it to them. So to get those things, go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bundle. And make sure you type the W's at the beginning. So it's www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bundle. You can pick those things up. I've made it really easy for you to get the conversation going and we can get support for your team. And I am opening this up to all of you nurses, not just those of you who are already in those positions, like leadership positions as far as management and education and all of that, but for you staff nurses, for you who are there at the bedside, I invite you to let those in leadership positions know that this is something you need, that you see a need for it, and that you found a solution. So go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bundle and let's make some magic happen. All right, you guys, let's work on self-care that really works. Self-care starts on the inside. So let's get to the core and truly transform your life from the inside out. All right, I'll talk to you later. Have a beautiful week. Take care.